the Arizona Cardinals can learn from the Detroit Lions. And can they win in week one in Washington? You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Dunn Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Last podcast before actual football. Whee! Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use call and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. So I'm gonna cover a couple things today. Obviously, talk about you know players to watch, path to victory if the Cardinals are gonna win by my estimation. But I wanted to take this entire first segment to talk about something very important. What we witnessed last night with the Detroit Lions beating the Chiefs. And before I talk about this, I'm not overblowing one win. Okay, that's not that's it's not about that win specifically. It's about what's happened over the course of the last couple of seasons since Dan Campbell's taken over. After trading Matthew Stafford, acquiring Jared Goff, having a couple good drafts, adding a couple free agents, getting rid of a couple of players who weren't working for them. The Detroit Lions are now a team that are on the fringe of being favorites in their division. A darling long shot, uh, long shot pick to win the Super Bowl in 2023 or 2024, whatever it is. Please, NFL, hyphenate your league years. 2023-24, it goes over the course of two years. Hyphenate it. Who won the Super Bowl in 2022? Was it the Rams? Or was it the team? Or was it the Chiefs? Because the Chiefs technically won in 2023, but it was a 2022 season. Get it right. Anyways, what they've done over the last couple seasons is artwork. It's unbelievable. It's something that nobody saw coming. And why didn't anybody see it coming? Because it's never happened before in the history of the franchise. Sure, they had good years. Had a playoff appearance. A couple things. But they've been a bad franchise for a long time. A long time. And now they're one of the most fun organizations that we've that we've seen over the last couple of seasons. That's the roadmap for the Cardinals. You don't always have to look at the perennial Super Bowl contenders as roadmaps because not a lot of teams win Super Bowls. Many teams have never won anything. So when you look at what we're seeing during the metamorphosis of the Detroit Lions organization, it's a carbon copy of what you want the Arizona Cardinals organization to go through. The only real difference is owner of the Lions is, by all accounts, beloved or much closer to that than what Michael Bidwell is. Michael Bidwell, discrimination in the workplace, mistreatment in the workplace of employees and players and players' families. It's not exactly the same. And I'm not overlooking what Michael Bidwell has done as as an employer by any stretch. And there's no but this. I'm not overlooking that, period. And... The Cardinals can 
I use this analogy a lot on this podcast for every day as you'll hear, you know this. If this is your first listen, thank you. Let me explain. When you go to a wedding and if there's inclement weather, sometimes weddings are under tents, big, long tents that may as well be a room outside. Monty Austinfort down through Jonathan Gannon and the players is a tent inside of State Farm Stadium that's owned by Michael Bidwell or, you know, the, the house that Michael Bidwell built. So you can have functionality and allure and love from fans, et cetera, even though Michael Bidwell is the owner. So what we've seen over the last couple of seasons with the Detroit Lions, and I've talked about this a lot, I'm really happy. I'm happy that I'm right about this because Jared Goff deserves it. The fans deserve it. Dan Campbell deserves it after the failed attempt in Miami years ago. He deserves it because they work hard. They do the things the right way. They draft the right players, even though they were, you know, mocked for drafting a Jameer Gibbs so high in the draft. Go get your guy. Aiden Hutchinson looked incredible last night. Go get your guys. Amon Ross St. Brown was a steal of the draft over the last, what, three, four years from the wide receiver position? Like, it's working there. Things start to go in your favor when you start to do things the right way. I don't believe, it's not karmic energy. I don't believe in that stuff. My dad says this, and I just believe it, whether it be, you know, whatever it is. Do good things, and good things will happen. Continue to do good things, and good things will happen. And good is arbitrary. Good has different definitions. But for the Cardinals, if you look at what the Lions have done, this is step one. This is the trading Matthew Stafford for Jared Goff and hiring Dan Campbell. It's not the same. I'm not comparing. There's a little confusion here. I'm not comparing Jared Goff to Kyler Murray. I'm not comparing players at all. It has nothing to do with that. What it has to do with is a change of everything. Those jerseys look sick as hell last night. Those whites. The white with the blue trim looked incredible on Thursday night. Cardinals, New Jersey's. Things are slowly like, and I know that, that come on, that's maybe a bad comparison. But when you have so much wrapped in like Chiefs, model franchise uh you know the Steelers model franchise the Ravens more or less model franchise but a lot of times it's franchises like the Bengals who have had success in the past and that have been bad for a long time couple good drafts head coach you like boom contender Bills most teams have had bad pasts not you know uh anything off off the field of football, but like, you know, most teams haven't won much. Many teams haven't won much. So looking at who's great right now isn't necessarily the litmus test for how far away you are from relevancy. And with the Cardinals looking directly at the Lions, that's, that's the goose they need to chase. I don't know what that means. They, that's the model. that they need to follow. That's the model. And hopefully they will. First steps have happened. And hopefully, well, and listen, imagine the Cardinals being an endearing team. It seems impossible right now. Look at what happened with the Lions three years down the road since changing everything. And obviously the Dave Sears connection, assistant GM now. 
Cardinals are in a good spot if that's the path that they end up taking. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Please go to the YouTube channel, like, subscribe, turn notifications on. It's going to get rowdy here this year. I have no idea, no idea what this year is going to bring. No absolute idea what this year is going to bring. What I do know is it's going to be different than it's been, and that is sweet. Players to watch next as we roll on here on Locked on Cardinals. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Nutrafol. Okay, so you don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Okay, Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier, healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Men think losing their hair is inevitable and you can take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement for men. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, I know, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can go ahead and get ahead of the thinning with Nutrafol. Men, tired of weakening or thinning hair? Do you want to reach your full hair potential? Leading hair growth supplement Nutrafol helps you improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. And it works. In a clinical study, 84% of men showed improvement in their hair after six months taking Nutrafol's men hair growth supplements. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code locked on NFL. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals, healthcare professionals, if I could talk, recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men and enter promo code locked on NFL. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code locked on NFL. Second segment, I'm here. My name is... Boop. Alex Clancy. <laughs> Clancy's corner on Twitter. Uh, so lot to unpack, lot to repack, lot to kind of there's a lot going on with the Arizona Cardinals. At the time that I'm recording this podcast, still don't know who the starting quarterback's gonna be. Uh Ian Rappaport, one of the best in the business, reported that it's gonna be most likely Joshua Dobbs starting. Whatever. Um, I've said that Clayton Toon should be the guy. You know, uh, I trust. Leadership now, I think it's something that kind of gave me flashbacks to Cliff Kingsbury just not making proper decisions a lot. Now it's, you know, Monty Ossifort, you trust. Jonathan Yen, you trust. Trust him. Joshua Dobbs is the guy. That's fine. When it comes down to it, quarterback play is going to be a catalyst for the Cardinals to win. Obviously, if they were going to if, if they were going to end up winning, that's maybe the dumbest and most obvious thing I've ever said. But there are other players to watch that will lend to making the quarterback's job easier. And that's something that the Cardinals need to find. They need to find diamonds in the rough. They need to find who the stars of the future of this team are going to be. And they're going to have a whole lot of time, a whole bunch of snaps to find it. So players to watch for me, number one is Zayvon Collins. Okay. And 
Zayvon Collins, it's for a different reason. And, you know, I could lead with the second guy I'm going to talk about first, but Zayvon Collins is as such where we need to see if he's going to take that leap that Isaiah Simmons didn't. And luckily for him, he's getting a year with a defensive scheme that lends to his strengths, a position move that lends to his strengths like he did in Tulsa, instead of moving him to a different position that he hadn't really played before in college or hadn't played as much in college. And the Cardinals need help with the pass rush. So if Zayvon Collins can move over to the edge or, you know, play outside linebacker, depending on the scheme, and become a bona fide pass rusher in this league or, you know, a, a, a one-off of that, it'll be massive benefits for the Cardinals, not just for this year. You know, it'll be nice. You'll get to see, you'll get to see the growth. Again, metrics aren't win-loss this year. It's how they position themselves for next year. And that's not tanking. That's try and win games this year. The roster's not great. One to 53. It just isn't. You can't rebuild a roster entirely in a year. But you can you can pin, put pins in guys where it's like, okay, that's going to be your position. You're going to be with us for the future. And it's predicated upon this year. So Zayvon Collins, it starts this week. Offensive line is much improved in DC. We'll see what Zayvon Collins can do. That's one. Paris Johnson Jr. is the obvious one that I would have put first. But because there's more of a story than let's see what the rookie can do. And without Kyler Murray back, it's going to be a little clunky. Paris Johnson would have been number one, but it's obviously Paris Johnson. This front seven is probably top five in football, especially with Chase Young, Deron Payne, and, and Montez Sweat up front. This is going to be a fantastic test, potentially a nightmare for Paris Johnson Jr., and that's okay. Find out right away what his baseline is, and that's what we're going to get to see. We're going to get to see his baseline right away. I talk a lot about this, and let me get through the entire sentence or group of sentences before you're like, well, duh. You can find out if a player is a star pretty much right away if they're going to be a star. Now, not all of them will, will happen that way. It'll take a couple of years. Say Zayvon Collins pops this year. Took him three years to be a star. But if you have that Pro Bowl in you, sometimes it's immediate. Sometimes Paris Johnson Jr., say Paris Johnson Jr. comes out, gives up no pressures against this line. That is a huge, gigantic step forward. And if he struggles, he's a rookie, it's his first game. So you have that out. But with the ability to go up against one of the best front sevens in football, week one, without your quarterback, Will Hernandez has, has been improved, so he's going to play right, right alongside uh, right alongside Paris Johnson Jr. on the right. You have DJ Humphreys on the left, like, we're going to find out about this offensive line pretty much immediately what the baseline is. It's not like they're playing against a lower tier team where the pass rush isn't great. And then the Cardinals still struggle or the Cardinals triumph, whatever it is. You're going to find out right away. And that's fantastic. That's what you want right away. And then the other two that I have, Marco Wilson, scary Terry's going to play. Jahan Dotson's good. Curtis Samuel's an everything guy for them. And they have guys coming out of the backfield in Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. They've got a full group of skill position players on offense. We'll see what happens with Sam Howell. I mean, you know, whatever. But Marco Wilson can step into that CB1 role. It'd be a nice surprise. It'd be a nice bonus. Because Gary Williams isn't healthy yet. We're going to see what he'll be when he comes back and plays. But the Cardinals cornerback room is probably more inferior than even to the defensive line at this point. 
So we're going to find out. If they get torched by Sam Howell, you know what the baseline is. So Marco Wilson, definitely a guy to watch. If he could potentially move into that CB1 role, it would be a win for the Cardinals. And then the other one is Michael Wilson. Like, I, you know what Hollywood Brown can do, Rondo Moore, Gray Dortch. Like, it'll be great to watch them. But for we're, this is, there's going to be a lot of future pacing with this podcast this year. Future, future talk, future talk, future talk. As we talk about young players. But future talk, if Michael Wilson comes in and can just ball out right away, has that fringe star in him right away, it changes everything. It changes things. And again, you have that out. Well, it's his first game. It's good defense. It's Joshua Dobbs. Like it. Players to watch for me are for the future. And it's not for them to lose games this year. I hope the Cardinals win 10 games. I hope they win 10 games. You don't need the number one overall pick if you already have a quarterback. And then, and the reason why it's solidified with that is because you have Houston's pick also. So you have that in your back pocket. We're most likely they're going to get a top five pick regardless. Now, chances are Cohen's going to win two games, maybe. And it's going to be a bad year win-loss record. But the players to watch are going to be on display this year so they can have actionable steps to be real integral parts of hopefully a team that's on the rise next season. Zayvon Collins, Paris Johnson Jr., Marco Wilson, Michael Wilson. What's the path to victory for the Cardinals? Is there one? Definitely. Any given Sunday, baby. Steeman Willie Beeman. Of course there's a path to victory. What is it? I'm going to tell you my path for the Cardinals next as we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals, your team, every dang day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks. Okay. I love Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun. Okay. So maybe I'll just tell you about it. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Okay. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Okay. Instead of betting against thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, people do that for a living. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Okay. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats and place your entry. It's really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select players' uh, projections up to 25% to provide even more value. They now offer Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits in your account for the entire football season. Okay, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Okay, it's that's it. Do it now. Prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. 
Alex Nancy, Locked On Cardinals. Again, please go to the YouTube channel, search Locked On Arizona Cardinals, hit that subscribe button, turn notifications on. Uh, free and available wherever you get your podcast. You would just rather listen than watch my big dumb face. If you want to leave a review, tell me I'm awesome or tell me I'm insane. That's cool too. I'm just happy that you're here. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. DM me on Twitter. My DMs are open. Uh, a few topic ideas, questions. Love to interact with each and every one of you uh, if you so desire. Otherwise, you can just, again, look at my big dumb face and hear me yell about the Cardinals. Path to victory for the Cardinals on Sunday against the Washington Commanders. Get to Sam Howell. This is all predicated upon the pass rush. And while the offensive line for the Cardinals is going to be 1A to this in protecting Joshua Dobbs, uh, it, it seems to be, if he's officially announced the starter, getting to Sam Howell, who started one game in his NFL career, former fifth-round pick, out of North Carolina. Um, you got to get to the quarterback. This is blitz all night, remember the Titans kind of thing. Send the house. Because it's not, I'm not talking zero, okay? I'm not talking about coverage zero here all day because the Cardinals will lose by 100. But when you have guys like Zabin Collins and LJ Collier, and we'll see what BJ Ojolari can do. Um, Dennis Gardeck in spots. That's the best way for the Cardinals to stay in the game because not only could it potentially rattle pretty much a rookie quarterback, but also it makes the cornerback room's job a lot easier. They have to cover for less time, potential uh, opportunities for to, to turn the ball over. Like it, That's where the heartbeat of this defense needs to be on Sunday if the Cardinals want any chance to win. Okay. Another path to victory is, well, and with that, winning the turnover battle, I hate that cliche, but – Turning the ball over more than the Cardinals turn over the ball. Like, if the Cardinals don't turn the ball over, they look bad on offense, but they don't turn the ball over, and you could turn Washington over twice and turn that into 10 points, that's how you win games. That's how it's an any given Sunday kind of thing. And that's the path to victory for me, for the Cardinals, because you could talk about players, and, you know, if if James Conner does this, or if, if Hollywood Brown does this, or Josh Jobs does this, it's not really about that. It's about controlling clock and winning in the trenches and winning in the trenches on defense for me is overcoming the much improved offensive line of the Washington. Uh, I always call it the Washington professional football team. Now it's not my fault. They changed their damn name too much. First time was right. Now, I mean, commanders is fine. Then pass rush. That's it. Cam Thomas. This is where, and I and this has been a theme this offseason. They got to find their dudes. They got to find their stars. There's going to be plenty of time for every single player on this roster to get run this year, to get snaps this year. Whether it be the beginning of the game or if a game is out of hand, they need to find their stars. They need to find their new core to become the foundation for the future. And it starts on Sunday. Alex Nancy Locked on Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. I'll be live tweeting the game. And uh, I might do a um, a Twitter Spaces at halftime. I haven't really decided yet. Stay stay tuned. Um, but yeah, hopefully the Cardinals come up with it. Oh, my prediction! Uh, I think that Washington is going to win thirty to thirteen. It's kind of a number that I've had. Redeeming qualities. If there's not a win, if if there's not a win for the Cardinals, they don't give up a boatload of points, or they do score a good amount of points. If they can put up 20 plus points with this offense against this defense, you got to, you got to kind of see that as a win. 
So little takeaways there. I was actually locked on Cardinals. I'll talk.